rock. Hey, all right. It's a brand new episode of Song a Week, the podcast that brings you a brand new, fully produced don't stop or we'll die. Well, song a week. Hey, I'm one of the co-hosts. I'm a band member of that band, Don't Stop or We'll Die. Paul Rust here. And who's this dude? I'm a band member of that band, Don't yeah. Stop or We'll Die. My name is Michael Cassidy. Paul and I are here. Ooh. You guys are here. We're back. Ooh, we are back. Mike. Serving up a nice, uplifting. Yeah, I like that. That's kind of got a nice start of show action. Yeah. Sounds like a commercial kind of too, huh? Yeah. For for, for soap. Soaper. Ooh, Mike, that reminds me. Do you remember uh, uh, the the commercials for Zest? Zest. Yeah, Zest. that'd be a good Zest jingle. Zest soap. Well, well. Um, remember in the commercials they don't do this anymore, but. They'd sing, uh, you're not fully clean unless you're zest fully clean. Zest fully clean. And uh, the person would open, would kind of, uh, with the towel that they were drying off on, it would say zest on the back. I remember that, yeah. And they would open it sort of like wings across the their body and look over their shoulder with zest written across it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you see something in a TV show or a commercial or a movie or Good golly, even if you read it in a book. <laughs> when you're a kid, you want to emulate it, and I remember always trying to. But you know what the sad part is, Mike? What? Tell me. They don't make towels big enough to do it. <laughs> ah, it was a Hollywood trick. Dirty Hollywood trick. Um, so now that we've made it here to adult life, uh, congratulations. We're both yeah. grown-ups. Pretty cool. Um, and now we're here in the present day, in the present moment together, mm-hmm. and here we are right in the middle of Deacon's Week, Paul. Did you know that it's Deacon's Week? I did, and I'm sure most of our listeners did too. Yeah, it's of a, course. It's, it's a Deacon's Week where uh, it's just a week to celebrate, well, deacons. The deacons of your church, the deacons in your life. I mean, yep. you've been getting endless emails about Deacon's Week, so we don't mean to harp on it. but Yeah, we don't even really need to describe what the role of a deacon is. A Dinkin? Well, the role a of a Dinkin Deacon Donut is. Uh, no, um, I think everybody knows that a deacon is sort of like a priest junior. Mm-hmm, yep. Kind of a junior priest. Yep, uh, priest babies. A priest baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and golly, Mike, you know, I know we both had experiences growing up uh, in the church, in the Ye- community, yes. That's right, yeah, we both went to church coming up. Uh, we we also talk sometimes about how fun it is when a, when a church tries to, to be fun and hip. And cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot like uh, kind of like Alvin the Chipmunk. Uh, there's something really endearing about something wholesome trying to be cool yeah. and edgy. Yeah, and we're also laid back and really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, Mike, just could you uh, just play a little chord that goes laid back and really cool. Laid back. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Laid back. Ooh, that is laid back. <laughs> laid back. I'm really cool. Yep. Ooh, I'm laid back. Yes, and what? And I'm really cool. Yeah, okay. okay. I'm laying back. 
and now you're really cool. Really, really, really cool. What Mike, was so- do you have any memories of laid-back, cool times with your church? Oh, most definitely. Um, you know, we've talked a bit on the pod about it. Mm-hmm. We went to a Lutheran church for a while, mm-hmm. but for most of my formative years, we went mm-hmm. to a Presbyterian church, and it was great. Uh, did a lot of music. I learned a lot. That was a lot of my musical life was doing that stuff. Uh, but we had an after-school program uh, called Wednesday Night Live on Wednesdays. So after school, like uh, middle school and high school kids would go over to the church and it would be a whole after school little program thing with like activities, sports, Bible stuff, and then like ending with like a big dinner in the cafeteria and then you'd like get picked up by your parents and stuff. But they called it Wednesday Night Live to tap into that SNL, a Saturday Night Live Uh, thing because we were all watching that. So just as cool as Saturday Night Live is. That's right. Wednesday Night Live, put on by the church, was saying, hey, not so fast, SNL, WNL is nipping at your heels and surpassing you in terms of coolness and fun. We're going to make you feel like you're secretly staying up late on a Saturday night at 4 o'clock on a Wednesday afternoon. You're going to feel like the biggest rebel in town going and talking about Jesus and stuff. Mm -hmm. And... uh, Oh, you know, all my friends were going there too. So yeah. it was a social event. Well, completely. could you play some uh, little music here for like a Wednesday Night Live theme? Just yeah. Wednesday the, night. Not to put you on the spot. Ooh. Wednesday, Wednesday Night, night Live. Live. It was a Wednesday night. And we were live. Boom, boom. Now, Mike, did you ever have uh, uh, sketches performed there? It wasn't exactly like no, it wasn't, Saturday Night Live. It, it was wasn't just, uh, quite the same. There was a very famous musical guest every week, and a celebrity <laughs> would come in and, and do a little monologue for us. And a celebrity host would come out and introduce the musical guest as well, but <laughs> yes. they wouldn't do any sketches. It would just be Michael Jordan there. Uh, did introducing you... uh, Depeche Mode. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was what happened week after week. He came out and introduced <laughs> Depeche Mode. Um, what about you, Paul? Did you have any mm. versions of, uh, of, of hip church times? Hmm. Well, you said you followed uh, the teachings of Luthura. Luthura? And before that, you were following the church of Presbyteria. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, uh, grew up in the... Col- Catholic uh, church. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ca- Catholic. Yep. With the cardinals and the bishops and the hats. And yep. The, yep. The and we had deacons. Thing. We had deacons, you know, guys mm-hmm. who weren't married, uh, uh, but could do some of the practices that the, that the official priest got to do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Mike, I also went to Catholic school, so I have some, you know, K through 12 memories of trying to be cool although i will say that the church overall doesn't try to be as cool as other churches uh like we i never saw a guitar and drum set in a in my church ah interesting devil devil get out of here they said (laughs) Uh, but i did go to a summer camp that had like sort of uh uh cool flavors to it that was a bible camp and uh 
Some uh, some acoustic guitars came out. Some songs were sung. Letting a little loose. (laughs) Some tie dye shirts were made, Mike. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, You made a tie dye shirt at this camp. Did you get any shirts? Wouldn't? Did you get any swag from Wednesday Night Live? Yeah, the logo was a big. Big piece of the puzzle here. Mm. The, the logo, it was kind of that um, early 90s Nickelodeon era of, it was like a splash of wet paint, looked like like a graphic of wet paint <laughs> yeah. splattering on your cool. shirt. And then, and then yeah. Edgy. And then spray painted in was Wednesday Night Live or something uh, like that. Uh, <laughs> spray painting but the it very, It was a very Nickelodeon influenced t-shirt. And uh, what's cool about it, Yes, cool. Is <laughs> that um, when uh, when you you go, you get a shirt. So that's an incentive to go. Yeah. But then you got this free promotion walking around. Everybody's wearing the shirt, and then people go, "Hey, what's that all about?" Well, you know, you can get one at Wednesday Night Live musical guest. Yeah, and then just just like that, you're evangelical all of a sudden. You're spreading the news of this thing on accident with your shirt. Can I tell you about the tie-dyed shirt I made uh, at Camp Kaoka? I'd love to have every detail. Uh, And who knows, maybe we could uh, uh, at the end of this wrap up, go to commercial, come back and have our new song. I mean, I don't want to jump the gun, but it seems like that might even be the That sounds like a great idea. Well, let's, 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 first things first, this tie-dye shirt, take me there. Okay, so we made tie-dye shirts, but they were extra cool, where if you put masking tape before you put the tie-dye down, you could spell words Uh, in the tie-dye. Wow, ambitious. And, uh, sure, I I could have put in uh, maybe a, a, a Bible quote or, or a scripture verse uh, so people could look it up. But we were free to do whatever we wanted. Uh-oh. So I did, with masking tape on the back, Cobain 67-94. <laughs> so I made, <laughs> I made a tribute to Kurt Cobain at my Bible camp. And the final uh, uh, epilogue to that story... Years later, somebody's at a Goodwill, a friend, and they're digging through the shirts, and they pull out Cobain 6794. Cobain! Yeah. Wow. And did they bring it to you? Did they buy it? Uh, uh, Yes, because I think I put rust on the front, like an (laughs) idiot. So they did bring it to me. So your parents were like, all right, this shirt's done. We're going to drop this off, <laughs> never God. see it again. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it keeps coming back to their yeah. house. But then the uh, Smithsonian people came by a couple of days later and got it from me. So oh, very you nice. guys want to see it. It's oh, there. very nice. Yeah. That's funny. You know, yeah. I they they had reached out to me initially about my Wednesday Night Live shirt, too. But uh, wonder, they just kind of never followed through on I it. I think it must have been like an email thing. Yeah, I think their email must have been down. Sometimes like Smithsonian.com org is mm-hmm. down. Like a lot of the time it's down. I'm sure that was it. Because well, I'm know, sure they want the shirt. But that's so cool yeah. that the, that yours is in the Smithsonian. And hey, anybody out there uh, who can go to the Smithsonian today, go check that out. Oh, please, please check yeah. it out. Um, and and thank you for telling me about that shirt. It's great that you got that subversive Cobain in there. It's mm-hmm. great too. Now we play these devil instruments that weren't in your church. Now we're playing that devil rock and roll. Yeah, exercising so, it. So how about we take a little break and we'll come back with our devil instruments and uh, introduce a devilish song. I okay, guess. well, what the devil? Why not? Don't Stop or We'll Die presents... 
ten things you'll learn by listening to Star Wars Minute. Number one, Harry Shearer did some of the voices in the original Star Wars. Number two, George Lucas originally wanted Anakin Skywalker to be played by Leonardo DiCaprio. Number three, it took three puppeteers to operate Jabba the Hutt in Return of the Jedi, including one smoking a cigar. Number four, in The Empire Strikes Back, they tested to see if Yoda could be played by a monkey. Ooh, ooh, ah, ah, he couldn't. Number five, Luke Skywalker's nickname in high school was Wormy. <laughs> Number six, because he knew Uncle Owen would never let Luke leave to be a Jedi, Obi-Wan killed him and Aunt Beru and made it look like the work of Imperial Stormtroopers. Number seven, in The Phantom Menace, Liam Neeson talks into a lady's razor thinking it's a communicator, I guess. Number eight, only one actor has appeared in all 11 Star Wars films. Ooh, number nine, director J.J. Abrams insisted that several characters in the sequel films are named in honor of Beastie Boy songs. Number ten, ooh. Boy, nerds like us, we sure do love talking about Star Wars. It's true, so if you like listening to nerds talk about Star Wars, check out one of our favorite podcasts, Star Wars Minute, wherever you get podcasts, on YouTube or at StarWarsMinute.com. Welcome back, gang. Hey, everybody. If you like the podcast and you want to subscribe and share it with others, we'd sure love that. Also, check out our Patreon.com slash Don't Stop or We'll Die, where we do two bonus episodes per month. Also, if you sign up to the Dazzle Me tier, we sing your name on an episode. Mike, let's sing that name. It's time for the singing of the name. Where we say thank you. We say thank you. Christina Price. We want to thank you, Christina. Thank you, Christina Price. Uh, and yeah, patreon.com slash don't stop or we'll die. Plenty of goodies over there. MP3 downloads of all these songs. And coming up here in a moment is song a week number 86. Mm. How about we give a little credit where credit is due? The Deacon's List was written and sung by Michael Cassidy and Paul Rust. Piano and Trumpet by Michael Cassidy. Song produced by Michael Cassidy. Show produced by Michael Mookie Blakelock. All right, let's debut this, baby. All right, baby. Here is our brand new song, The, the Deacon's List. List. Sneaking, we 
Thanks for listening. Where Don't Stop or We'll Die. See you next song a week.